The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of the Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. Oh, definitely. <laughs> no, no, no. The zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a joke, Dave. Dave, Dave smells like nougat. Now here's your host, Ralph Malbrose. All right, welcome to Saints Happy Hour Podcast. As always, we are sponsored by you, the fans. Me and Andrew gave you a double shot of Drunk History this month. You got 2011 Part 1, which we posted last week. Part 2 posted today. For all you people that are traveling for the Thanksgiving holidays, you got tonight's show. You got the Drunk History. So you're welcome. And also, we're officially kicking off the pledge drive for Drunk, Drunk Saints History Season 2. Two, uh, 100 people donate 20 bucks. You get 12 Drunk Saints History episodes, plus an extra draft preview, plus two season previews in the summer. That's 15 extra podcasts. It's $20. That's not like a dollar and 10 cents for 15 extra shows. Do it. $20. 100 people donate. We do season two. Uh, that shit yesterday was just balls ass crazy. Uh, Andrew, I don't know if it was. As crazy as San Diego was last year, because I felt like San Diego, the Saints were down two scores and the Benny Hill music started to play and San Diego just completely like crapped all over themselves and it was comedy and it, and it was great. But the Saints were 0-3, so it was just like, thank God we got a win. Yesterday was just, I mean... I had resigned myself to a loss. I'm not gonna lie. When it was 31-16, my wife had not. She's nodding her head. My wife. My wife. Yeah. Um, but like, describe it. Describe yesterday. What you what you thought when it was 31-16? Because I thought it was donezo. I thought it was. Seven. No, I, I thought it was donezo. Um, you know, I, it's one of those things. I think where you start to immediately think about. Well, you know, they weren't gonna keep winning forever. And they're going to have these games. And they didn't you know, deserve to win. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and I've told you guys, I, I've told you guys this before, but this one hurt for me because I grew up in Paris, an American kid in Paris, and all my I went to an American school, and all of my friends in school were Redskins fans because they were all from DC. They were all, you know, just. And the Redskins were good then. Yeah, it was like when Mark Rippon was. They were winning Super Bowls, and so. Um, and the Saints, you know, were making the playoffs back then, but they weren't great. They weren't as good as the Redskins. So I was constantly reminded of that. And I went to school in Virginia. I live in Charlottesville, so it's big Redskins contingency here as well. And there's people that text me that I haven't heard from in six months to a year, and they let me know <laughs> the Redskins are beating the Saints. So aside from the Falcons, this is the team I hate the most. And, you know, it's just, again, especially after the – curb stomping that the Redskins gave the Saints last year. Was it um, last year or 2015? I mean, I, I don't know. You tell me. It was Rob Ryan's last game. Been two years. It was yeah, two yeah, yeah, it was two years ago. Rob but Ryan's it was, last it was game brutal because I was at that game. And, oh, you know, my God. Yeah, wearing my Saints jersey and all the Redskins <laughs> fans are mocking me. So um, yes, this sir. one felt especially good. But I, I thought they were done. You know, there were so many times over the course of that whole time where they came back where I thought they were done. I thought they were done when, you know, it was third and one. There was no way I thought they were going to stop that guy. Um, I thought I th- they were done when Breeze threw his second pick that was called back. See, my uh, confidence when that happened went through the fucking roof because I randomly follow Redskins people 
I don't know how that happened, but I randomly follow like 10, 15 Redskin beat reporters and bloggers uh-huh. and, and super fans. And when that interception got taken away, Redskin, you know? the, they were shook. Like they were just like they were like the deer in the headlights. It is. I mean, it was it was down. the right call. I it mean, was, it was yeah, no, it was the, grab the face mask. But I mean, but no, but they just knew it. I mean, and I think Saints fans, we'd have been the same way. Like you can just. I'm with you, but I just you know there were just so many things. Like I remember when the Saints scored, and Kamara's going up in the stands, and I'm like, dude, you got to get back on the field. Like we need to make a two point conversion. Yeah. So I was freaking <laughs> out about that, where he's just like sitting in the stands with the, with the fans. And then on the two-point conversion, I see Kobe Fleener going in motion. And so immediately my mind goes to, oh, my God, they're running the Fleener end around. They're running the jet sweep with Fleener. And I was freaking out about that. But, you know, that ended up being a great motion because I'm sure some of those defenders saw the jet sweep on tape from a year or two years ago, whenever it was the Saints ran that with Fleener. And it – Made them second guess just long enough to, you know, if, when they pitched out to to Kamara, he everyone was frozen up the middle. Hey, so that Dave, that was a great call. Dave, if um, they had run Kobe Fleener on the reverse, would you have died? Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I would have, I would have, uh, I would have thrown a fit. And then I thought they were done when the Redskins were driving down the field. Yeah, yeah, I thought they were going to go get a field goal. I thought it was over then, um, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, just, I don't know, man. The whole thing was surreal. This how, it, it, it felt like the Redskins in 09. It really did. This, this, it's how 10 and 6, 11 and 5 turns into 13-3. Dave, my mom texted me when they scored to tie. This is wild. Like the And my mom, she doesn't really get, she'll text me from the game, but she doesn't really get into like the crowd or the atmosphere. Was it, how bananas was it at the Dome? It looked bananas on the TV, but it's always hard to tell. Well, y'all missed a good game. I'll tell you that much. I should have came in. God Dave, damn. your video at the end with your son is was amazing. It's so great. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it, it was definitely bananas. Um, it's been 24 hours now, or a little over 24 hours, so I, I've kind of come down. But uh, I was definitely high for the rest of the day. Oh, there's no um, coming down from this. Yeah, and as Andrew, <laughs> as Andrew mentioned. Uh, I took my son to the game. I was actually planning on taking a buddy of mine. He like backed out the day before. Of yeah. course, he was pissed when he. <laughs> Did we lose Dave? It sure sounds like it. It does. Dave is probably telling a wonderful. Or that. Dave, you sound like you're in a hole. <laughs> what did you? <laughs> Can you? You barely knew you. I, I hear you. You can't hear me? Yeah, no. I can hear you now. All right. Well, anyway, ridiculous. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, a whole bunch of people had left after the Redskins scored that. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. That's, you know, I've gotten gotten that second touchdown. I saw that mentioned on uh, Twitter a lot. So, like, can you, like, what percentage of the fan, like, the stadium was emptied at that point? I mean, like, the, 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 
four people in front of me had left already. Um, you know, I would say like 15, 20%, I mean, down wow. by me. Um, my cousin called me right after the game who um, had my season tickets. And he, he said, man, I got to tell you something. He said, I left the game early. <laughs> he called me and like, I can't believe I did that. I mean, I, I, people can, you can be a fan however you want. Like, if you bought the ticket, you want to, but my thing is, like, in a game like that, you got to at least stay to see if the Saints score to get it to within one score. Like, if the Saints would have got the ball and Drew Brees, they don't score and it's 31 16, and you're like, there's three minutes to go, Washington has the ball and they're up two scores. Then you can hit the exit. But I mean, at that point, like, like, what do you like? Are you really thinking you're beating? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I, I don't get. It. I, I had a well. So anyway, so my son was like, "Can we go now?" And I'm like, "No, no, no. We, we're staying till the end here." Um, Toughen him up. Of, yeah. <laughs> I mean, of of course we were we were rewarded, you know. And he doesn't like pay attention to all the details in the game, but he's always looking at the scoreboard and looking at the score, and he's always interested in that. Um, and the numbers and the math of it all. He's, he's a little rain, he, he's a little rain man esque my son. That's good, though. That's um, how you get into sports, and that's how you stay in the sports. Like, that's what kids yeah, do, yeah. man. Kids, because the, the stats fascinate young kids, especially back yeah. in our day when you didn't have an iPad and you didn't have shit to do. Like, you would look at the stats and pour over them because you were bored. So, I mean, I, you know, I'm explaining to him what needs to happen. I'm like, look, we need 15 points. That's, that's two <laughs> – you know, that's a touchdown with an extra point and then a touchdown with a two-point conversion. You know, so obviously we get the – Josh Hill catches the first touchdown. We get that one. I'm like, all right, Dylan, like, we are still in this. Like, we, we've got this. We just need another touchdown. I mean, you know, we need to get a two-point conversion. Uh, you know, we need to stop here. Um, and, it, and it was exciting. And, and I mean, that, but that wasn't actually um, – I actually took my son to his, the first regular season game he ever went to was last season when they beat Carolina in wow. overtime he's with the kid. field goal. He's, so, I mean, he's – He goes yeah, this to is wins the second and wild, been, green, wild games. I mean, he, 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 he's been to like – yeah, he's been to about – I think he's been to four games. He's been to three this season alone. And he's been to four, I think, regular season games so far. And two of them have been overtime. Wow. And, uh, and that's like – that's not a good situation when you're with the – you know, a five-year-old, like, <laughs> ideally, you want the game to go quickly, you know, maybe even be a blowout so you could maybe leave early. Um, but to ask a kid to sit, to stay seated for, you know, more than three hours uh, for a game that's going to go into overtime is a lot. And he was actually, he was actually super well-behaved um, the whole time. He wasn't bugging me about cotton candy or popcorn <laughs> or getting a drink or anything like that. I wasn't, um, wasn't well-behaved at all. I was... And I mean, he's, he, he's yeah. like always, he's just like always, in, you know, incessant. Can we get, you know, I'd be like, oh, the third quarter. Is it the third quarter yet? Is it the third quarter yet? <laughs> um, but he was actually, he was actually very well behaved and didn't bug me at all. And, I, and obviously by the end of the game, he was, he was getting into it. And, yeah, well, um, Dave, your, your nemesis, Kobe Fleener was huge in that game. He caught five balls the last five minutes of the game for 91 yards, led the Saints in receiving. So are you ready to take back all the horrible things you said about him? Because he was – I mean, I wouldn't say he was MVP of the game, but he was like if you did like the three stars of the game like hockey, I think he'd be one of the stars. Well, I mean, even C.J. Spiller came through and <laughs> – in overtime, uh, Dave, don't you dare pretend for one that you weren't cheering louder than anyone in the dome for those Kobe. No, dude, when the Saints get down two scores, Kobe Fleener turns. You were into you were screaming your child, and anyone sitting near you that you were like, greatest contract decision ever. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't saying that, but I was happy that he was getting involved. I, I, it makes me makes me wonder. I don't understand why. Why that's the situation where he finally gets involved? Like, I, I just don't understand what's happening in the regular course of the game that they feel like they're not going to go to him or he's not going to get involved. Or, I, I don't know, just weird. Because they don't, they don't, they're not, they don't go chuck it all the time now, right, Andrew? I mean, like, like. Well, they threw it a lot yesterday. They yeah, they did. A lot yesterday. I mean. Uh, yeah, I think I think they're just at a, in a position now with the way they're running the ball and with Ingram and Kamara where. If Fleener's in the game, it's almost always a pass, and I just feel like they like Hooman and Hill better just because of the flexibility it affords them with 
the lineup, the personnel, and the play call. Uh, before we get to the defense and their badness and all their injuries, I still want to talk about the fun of it. Um, Mark Ingram, Andrew, he's 1,040 yards behind Deuce McAllister for the Saints' all-time rushing record. And the way this Saints team is I mean, built— I think at this point the working assumption is he's going to get there. He's got 22 games basically this year. You know, if he stays relatively healthy, can he get a thousand yards in the next 22 games to be the all-time leading rusher? I would say, like 65 percent chance. Yeah. I mean, which is kind of crazy. Like he's not very loved by Saints fans, but he's gonna be—he's gonna be the guy. Like, I don't know. Do you, do you guys feel like? I mean, I, I think to some degree he turned a little bit of a corner last year. And I'm sure he made some fans mad because he was kind of at the forefront of the whole um, anthem thing. But I don't know. Like, I feel like Mark Ingram is as likable as ever. I feel like he's become more outspoken. I just feel like the mic is in his face more often. He's more of a leader on the team. And I've just enjoyed him this season. I mean, I've always kind of liked him, but I, I feel like I've enjoyed him more this year. Than ever. Dave, what do you think? I mean, he is your boyfriend. Uh, he's always been likable. You just like him. I think I've just needed time to overlook the Alabama factor. I guess <laughs> it's just creating a feeling. Yeah, well, it's creating a feeling of euphoria, and uh, you know, every, everything is everything is just dandy right now. We're all. High. We're all really fucking high. Well, I mean, <laughs> but I, I, but I, but but he he has he has become more of a leader. Um, and obviously, you're going to get a mic in your in your face more often when you're uh, playing well and and you know you're, or you're the star of the game. Um, I mean, those last two runs uh, in overtime were amazing. I mean, for him to just pick up two huge chunks like that, um, I mean, that was totally crucial. Um, you know, but uh, I, I don't know. I don't, there's, there's, there's no. I, I think everybody on the team has become very likable. Him and Kamara, like together, the two of them are adorable in the locker room <laughs> after the game. Here's the, here's the thing I really um, like. Peyton, Peyton's getting in on the team picture. Peyton's doing podcast with Michael Rappaport. I don't think Peyton does that podcast with Michael Rappaport if they're if they're uh, you know three and uh, three and seven or anything like that. Yeah, no, no I will say this about. The so Saints we get we get more fun stuff like that when the Saints win. I, I will say this, and I like this about Sean Payton, and I, and, and I liked it about Les Miles for LSU. And look, you know, winning with Bill Belichick five Super Bowls is great, but I really like the fact that when the Saints win under Sean Payton, it's fun. It really gets fun. Like, they do crazy shit. He's doing pedicures. They had Popeye's Chicken in 2013. You know, the, the, the list of all the fun things that the Saints have done over the years, like... Sean Payton em- sort of embraces it and lets guys do it when they're winning, which is which makes it more, f- which makes the season more fun. I think, um, you know, Andrew, yesterday I was th- I, I w- last week I was listening to the the podcast when they were zero and two, and just the, the, <laughs> the, the dreariness of it. But but yesterday who was the darkest. It was the, the it was the darkest timeline. But who um, was who was the most negative of the three? I mean, you were pretty dark about missing four of their top ten players. You know, it was pretty dark. But but that was my point. Like, I, did I, you did you pull did you pull any audio clips? No, because I'm lazy. Because I'm lazy. <laughs> oh, that would have been gold. But uh, you know, sitting when, here at eight and two. <laughs> when they were losing, when they were when they were losing thirty-one to fifteen, I thought of your or thirty-one sixteen. I thought of your quote of like. When you're down that many guys, like this is what's gonna happen. And I thought of it when it came to the defense yesterday. You're like, when you when you you can get away with no Vaccaro and no Klein and missing guys when you play in Tyrod Taylor and Buffalo, their receivers are garbage. When you play a top ten quarterback like Cousins and you don't have Vaccaro and you lose Lattimore and you don't have Klein, like you're gonna get lit up, you know. So. Um, and they did, and they did, and they did. They, they, but give them credit. They hung in there, and they did just enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but uh, let's start with uh, Okafor because he's the most serious of the injuries. Um, how big a blow is it? Do you think? 
It's pretty significant, man. Um, you know, well, I will say this, first of all. Um, when they signed Okafor, they signed him to a one-year deal because he has a history of health problems. You know, he has a history of struggling to stay healthy. Yep. And if you had told me before the season, like, look, they're going to sign him to a one-year deal and he's going to have 10 phenomenal games – um, but then he's not going to be able to finish the last six, you know, I'd say, I, I'd say, all right, I'll take it, you know? And, and so, you know, obviously it's too bad because now he's playing so well and he's been healthy and he was having the best uh, season of his career. I think Yeah, you'd, you'd love to see him go 16 games, but you know, I think, um, they had a great season out of Okafor and it was a good signing. And now, you know, they, they've relied so much on their rookies early this season. Uh, Hendrickson has kind of had the luxury of not, being thrown into the fire like Kamara and Lattimore and some of these other guys. I mean, he, he's had a chance to kind of get groomed and get brought along a little slower. Um, you know, Ramchek, ideally, that's someone who I would have liked to have seen get brought brought up a little slower like Hendrickson, but the Saints didn't have that luxury after the Streif injury. So, um, you know, that's going to be the guy now. I think Kikaha will get a chance to play more, get more pass rushing opportunities. But I think really, at least at first, it's going to be Hendrickson. Do you, what's what's going to be harder to replace, you think, uh, the, the pass rush or the run defense? Which, uh, well, I, I think it's the run defense. I mean, I think there were just so many plays where Okafor would blow up a play and they'd hit him for a three-yard loss. And that would become second and 13. And, you know, I don't think – I mean, if you – think on the same play maybe Hendrickson doesn't blow up the play and maybe it's just a two-yard run well it's a big difference between second and 13 and second and eight and I think that's that's some of the stuff that you're going to see um and um you know so they're going to miss him Dave I felt like at points yesterday that Dennis Allen turned into Greg Williams 2.0 and was just going total not so blitzing it worked some of the time. It worked late in the game. It worked. <laughs> didn't didn't work some of the time. Didn't work that one time when Devontae Harris. I don't know what he was doing, but dude, that dude was open. Uh, so like, how do you, how are you feeling about the, uh, the 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 channeling of the spirit of of the double G with this with the suicide blitzes? You know, I mean, I'm down with it. it it's <laughs> I, you know to to. Win big, you got to do what? You got to lose big, you know. So, uh, I, you know, it's that go big or go home kind of thing. Uh, and and they, you know, they they know that they're going to lose sometimes. They know, they know that they're not going to get to the quarterback fast enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they they take that risk, and they feel like um, that's the best game plan for them. Um, so, you know, I'm okay with it. And obviously, you know, they won a Super Bowl with Greg Williams, so. Yeah, I True. mean, it's you know, um, but they need but they need those playmakers. They need guys like Okafor and uh, you know Lattimore, obviously, and they need Vaccaro to get back and get healthy. You know, you you were talking about what it, how I was feeling in the dome, and I mean, up until the last six minutes, um, you know, obviously I was disappointed that it looked like the Saints were going to lose, um, but I was probably more upset by the injuries yeah, to Okafor and Lattimore. I mean, I was like, okay, yeah. like, you know, we, we can lose a game. That's fine. We can go seven and three. Like, it's not the end of the world. I had the column. Uh, I had my but, column but, in my head written. It's not the loss. Yeah. It's the injuries. Like, yeah, I already I, had it, like, written in my mind. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly how I felt. You know, I, I didn't mind the loss. I didn't mind going to seven and three. We can, you know, we can get back up and start another win streak or whatever. But, like, but are we going to even be able to do that? Um, missing these two key players, so I mean, I, that, I was really, I was really depressed um, before those last six minutes. Uh, more about the injuries than that, than, than probably well, losing. Well, I mean, here's the, here's my and Lattimore. I mean, it just seemed it just seemed watching the game. It just seemed uh, well, you they, know, Okafor was injured late in the game, but Lattimore was injured early in the game. And I mean, obviously they're already down Kenny Vaccaro. So I mean, when you've got to put uh, Devante, yeah, out there. The PJ um, Truthers were quiet yesterday. Quiet. <laughs> uh, you know, there's 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 a noticeable difference. There's definitely a noticeable difference without having Marshawn Lattimore. I because think, Devante I think Harris showed... is, is 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 in the Jason David. <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah, let's not uh, forget the absence of AJ Klein, meaning that uh, yeah, also Michael Maudie has to play. Oh. 
goodness. Yeah. I love and Michael Motti's a great story. He's fun on special teams. But dude, when he's playing regular snaps and to Andrew, tell the people what you told me because it felt like Devontae Harris and Motti were playing all the time, but but tell the tell the people their snap counts and I was like, Really? Well, yeah, I was looking at it, it's like Motti only played like thirty percent of the snaps. It felt so much and, more and Devontae Harris it was like forty one percent, but it's just when they're in the game and the offense is like licking their chops and saying, oh, these guys are in the game. We're going after them. It feels like they're in there the whole game. Yeah. And so I think the Saints were trying as hard as they could to put Raphael Bush in there and kind of mix and match and not play Maudy and Harris too much. But they were just out of guys. And well, so they had to play. Well, here's my question. And uh, Dave, you can start with this. You can start. You can answer, but I want both of you to answer. With Lattimore having the tweaked ankle, here's the difficult thing with the Saints' schedule: is they go to the Rams, they host Carolina, and then they play at Atlanta on a Thursday night. So, if you're the Saints, Dave, how risky do you get with Lattimore? Like, what percentage do you say? Okay, he's ninety percent. We got to play him because we got to win these games. They're big. You're in the tiebreaker possibility with the Rams. Carolina's a division game. Atlanta's a division game. But I feel like if he plays against the Rams or he plays against Carolina and he, he tweaks it just a little, you're not going to have him for Atlanta. So my theory is maybe you sit him for a couple weeks. He plays against Atlanta on the Thursday. Then he gets 10 days of rest after Atlanta. And yeah, it's risky as hell. But like, what do you, how do you manage Lattimore with these three huge games coming up? If you're the saints? Well, I mean, I think you're right. I mean, I, I, I always like to err on the side of caution and man, ankle injuries can be, can be tricky and can be lingering. Um, can stick around and nag the hell out of a guy. Um, you know, I, I tend to err on the side of caution. I would rather see him get healthy and and let's you know let's think about the long term here. Let's we're already eight and two, um, you know. It's going to be a, a battle between the Eagles and the Vikings and and maybe the Rams. The Rams, the Rams kind lost of, Robert Woods, who's their big, one of their big receivers, maybe their best yeah, guy. And, and they've shown they can be beat. Um, so. I, it's pretty clear they're going to make the the playoffs. I don't want to like jinx it or anything okay, like that. So. <laughs> so I mean, I, I think I think you got to play it safe. You know, as if he's less than like seventy five percent, eighty percent, I'd say hold him out. Andrew, what do you think the Saints are going to do with? Lyle? Well, I think I mean it's nice to talk about the Eagles and the Rams, you know, and and I mean it's nice that we're at, in a position to be able to think about that stuff because um, you know seating is in play now. Um, but I think at the end of the day, it starts with winning your division. I mean that that's priority number one. And so from that point of view, to me, Carolina is the biggest threat. So when you look at this Rams game coming up, I think you sit him, you know, I think his ankle's not right. I mean, he just twisted his ankle. So I mean, he's going to miss a week at least. Uh, I think you've got to rest that you can't force it. So I, I think Lattimore takes a week off. And then, so you, you mentioned that conundrum where you've got Carolina at home, followed by the Falcons four days later on a Thursday night. I think right now the Panthers are the biggest threat um, because, you Atlanta's know, we'll, winning by we'll, a touchdown at half. Yeah. We'll see what happens with the Falcons. Um, but, you know, right now they're up 24-17 on the Seahawks at halftime. But, you know, the, the thing is, yeah. right now the Falcons are two games back and and the Panthers are one game back. And if they win, then it's a split and they're tied. So um, I, I think you need a lot more for that game. And if he ends up playing against Carolina and that makes him too sore to go for Atlanta, um, I think right now you give your be- Carolina your best shot. And if that – costs you against Atlanta then that's that's the way you have to do it right now that that's the way the standings are set up and so that's that's the risk you have to take in my opinion yeah it's a it's a it's a difficult situation and also too I mean look if the if the Saints keep winning it gives them more rope you know I mean if they rest if they rest Lattimore let's say they beat the Rams and Carolina shits the bed versus the Jets and the Saints are too clear, and they're playing Carolina, and Lattimore's at 85%, you could be like, well, 
Let's hold them on another week, and you, and you know, we got we got we got a two game cushion on Carolina now. So I mean, um, right. So I, I think the more the more rope they have, the, and, and here's the thing: why I lean towards Dave's thing of extreme caution is I believe that if they don't have Lattimore as a, as close to 100 percent as possible for the stretch run and for the playoffs, the Saints aren't they're, they're fucked. They're not like they're not. A Super Bowl team, they're not going deep in the playoffs without Lattimore. So I yeah. don't, I don't. Almost... I hear, I hear you, Ralph. But I mean, I will throw this out there, and and this is where, you know, having a buy in the playoffs obviously is huge because then you get yeah. a week off, and and then you you come back and you're at home, and a team's beat yep. up from playing in the playoffs the week before, and they have to travel to New Orleans. So getting that buy, I mean, I don't want to discount that. I mean, obviously, if you can get it, it's huge in terms of setting yourself up for postseason success. But, um. You know, I just remember Charles Grant going out uh, yeah. during the Super Bowl season. And, you know, Bobby McRae was a guy that you're like, yeah, he can pass rush. He kind of can't do much against the run, but you know, we, we hope he's okay. And, you know, he, he came up with a huge play against the Cardinals to knock Warner out of the game. Well, it could and then, be that in the secondary, though. You know what I'm saying? The well, dis- but that's what I'm saying. I mean, in the secondary, remember they were playing Chris McAllister and, yeah. and McKenzie. And, and, and Sharper was on half a leg the second yeah. half of the year. So, um, you know, they, they were missing a lot of guys in the secondary, too. And I, I think here's the thing. Even when they have a ton of injuries and they're terrible on defense, we know that the rock bottom is 7-9. and nine, That This offense and Drew Brees and Sean Payton make them a borderline 500 or just under 500 team, even if the defense is atrocious. And right now they have an 8-2 and two cushion, um, which t- to me means they can still win games. Even, you know, and they proved it against the Redskins, you know, even if the defense is just not playing up to par, uh, there's enough swagger, there's enough confidence that a guy like Von Bell can come in and make a play and they're just going to have to rely on their offense. And I think this game was huge for Breeze. I really do, because I think he showed that he, he, he still has it and he can go down in two minutes and get the offense two touchdowns and help them win the game. Um, and, and he can go vertical, and he can throw the ball. He can still throw it to Kobe Fleener. So I think Fleener really needed this game. You know, I just I, I think for the Saints to win, this was winning in a very different way than they've won this season, mm-hmm. and it was much more reminiscent of the way they were winning when they were seven and nine in the past. And I, I think that gives them confidence that even if they're banged up on defense, they can find a way. Yeah. Um, all right. Here's the portion of the program where we laugh at Junior Gallette. Uh, Junior. Dave, I think my favorite making fun of Galette was Teron Armstead tweeting him <laughs> and doing the, the opening up uh, paint in Microsoft Word and circling the no tackles, no assists, no nothing from the from the, the box score of Junior and, and tweeting at him. Uh, I'm blocked, so I, I can't see Junior's tweets. Probably we're all blocked by Junior. I am, I am also um, but that was probably my favorite moment of uh, Saints people uh, hitting Junior back like that. I just that was phenomenal. I missed that. Oh, you missed it. Um, I, I missed all the track. I, did, I didn't know that the players were doing that. Junior was running his mouth on Twitter. He said uh, he said of something course. to Teron like, "Tell uh, tell Mister Mister." Seventy million dollar man, which I'm assuming was Breeze. Uh, no, I think that's Armstead, right? Oh, uh, well, he said, "Tell Mister Seventy Million to get get that ice." I, I assumed he was referring to Breeze, who he hit. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or something. So. He's basically telling him to ice down after the hit, but um, you know. Anyway, ice up, son. Just, like you, you lost, bro. Yeah. <laughs> FYI, I, I mean, I, I, I think it was Ryan Hancock who said. Uh, Sean Payton should have had the 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 cop who tased him uh, do the do the uh, who dat chant before the game, <laughs> which I just thought was just the, 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 I thought that was the best I thought that was the best idea that I had ever heard of in my entire life. I mean, how glad am I that that guy's not on the Saints anymore? I, like, I mean, I well, we're, we're still I paying. He would make eight and two so much less fun. Yeah, I mean, here's it like it's. He'd probably be he'd probably be well behaved if they were eight and two because everybody's fine and happy when they're winning. Yeah, true. That is that is true. Um, here's here's the thing with this with this team, I guess. Um, 
like uh, Philadelphia looked phenomenal last night. Uh, Minnesota, I think their defense is really freaking good. Case Keenum might be shaking the playoff game, but how do you feel? Like Dave, how do you feel right now about this team in the NFC? Like, are you? Yeah, I mean, I watched that Eagles game. I watched just about all of it last night. Good man, I can't believe they got JGI for like. Like a, Pen- like a pennies on the dollar. Yeah, like they got. Um, it, yeah, I mean, I, I hate to, uh, I hate to admit it, but I mean, I think the Eagles are on another level. Uh, I think there's the Eagles in the NFC, and then there's everybody else. Um, so it's, I, I, I was thinking about. What happened between now and the playoffs? So. Yeah, no, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Injuries, uh, you know, just, just chemistry, mojo, whatever shit can happen, but. Um, uh, you know, but I, I was I was picturing a, an Eagles Saints playoff rematch for sure. Uh, but they're they're going to be tough. Even the Eagles look a lot. I mean, even the uh, Falcons tonight look a lot better than, uh, than they were they're about to, a few they games were up, ago. They were up a couple touchdowns and they're about to get tied. They have it. They the the, the 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 Falcons. They have a lot of issues on defense. Like like uh, Dan Quinn. Like he's supposed to be like this defensive guy. Like they're not turning the corner on defense under him. You know, and I don't know. I know. tonight they looked all right. They just had a fumble. Yeah, but I mean, score. they still. I, they I look at them and they still. Ooh, they just got a sack. I spoke too soon. <laughs> I spoke too soon. Um, but I mean, I I just look. Here's the thing with uh, with the and it, I, I mean Minnesota. That that I think Minnesota's probably better than when they kicked the Saints in the nuts. Like their de- like you know their defense is playing really good. Um, they don't have they don't have the running back the rookie running back who got hurt Cook, um, but I think they're really good. So I I if right now Andrew I'd put the Saints third in the NFC behind Philly and Minnesota and that's where I that's where I'd slot the Saints in. Yeah, well the Rams are going to be tough this weekend. Who who Real tough. who who would today like obviously things can change but who would you fear most? In the playoffs, Dave, if the Saints had to play the first week and didn't get a bye, who would you who would you fear the most playing? As a wild card, you mean? Yeah. Or in the wild card playoffs? Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, I guess it depends whether. Well, they wouldn't Saints... play the Eagles. The Eagles would. They, the they Eagles would be. Would, let's assume the Eagles in Minnesota have the buys. Who would you fear the most playing? That's so your choices are basically probably Seattle. I'd probably fear Seattle. Just I think I've uh, I think I'm a little I think I've got PTSD from 2013. See, Seattle scares me less than ever. I would the team that I would fear I I, I would fear it and love it at the same time. Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. You, you. I'm with you. It would be it would be just phenomenal. If you Carolina win. too. Yeah. Um, but Atlanta would be the number one team I fear because even though it, even though even if they Atlanta did beat the Saints again in the playoffs, like it ain't washing away twenty eight to three. Uh, but uh, that's what I would I would fear the most. And and but I mean, as as we get into this into this last six weeks, Dave, who is a guy that you look at the Saints as like? Not that he needs to play better necessarily, but but a guy that we aren't talking about that's got to keep keep it up and keep playing good either on offense or defense these last six weeks. That's going to be key. Dave, are you there? Oh, uh, you know now that Marshawn Lattimore is out, uh, I would have to say Ken Crawley. He needs to. Ooh, that's a good choice. Uh, he needs to continue to play well because he's going to be he's going to be the number one cornerback, uh, and he's going to be tasked probably with uh, lining up against the team's best receiver until Lattimore gets back. Even if Lattimore comes back, he might not even be a hundred percent. So they really need Ken Crawley to step up and uh, and and fill in that void uh, until until we can get healthy. Andrew, who would you say is a guy that's got to either keep playing well or step it up these last six weeks? You know, um, I, I, in terms of stepping it up, I would say Sheldon Rankins. Um, well, that's you know, a good j- choice too. Just because, right? you know, I, I think it's one of those things where, you know, 
Hendrickson's going to give you what he can give you, and hopefully Kikaha can come in and get sacks here and there. But I, I just think at the end of the day, you're not – those guys aren't going to replace Okafor, you know, or at least it's going to be tough for them. I think, you know, the guy that has the most potential to really um, kind of transform his play and, and step up in a big way and help the defensive line perform at a level with Okafor being out is Rankins. And, you know, I think there's a couple things I've seen from Rankins the last two weeks. Um, you know, obviously last week he had the sack and the interception, and those were huge plays. But I think this week, more significantly, um, there was one play, I don't know if you remember this, where it was the play where Chris Thompson broke his leg and uh, mm-hmm. basically uh, Cousins was going for a run and it seemed like he was going to get a first down. And Rankins just makes incredible hustle towards the sideline to catch up to him and make a hit short of a first down. And, you know, those are the kinds of plays that sometimes you're just like, you, you see his potential. Yeah, and here's, and- a, here's a point that I think we need to make with Rankins. People think of him as like a second-year guy, but he's just now turned the corner of playing a full season, right? Because he missed half of last year, and they played 10 games this year. So if you think about it, this is really the start of his second year right about now. So if he's going to turn the corner... It would you mean be, in terms of number of games experience? Yeah, like number yeah. of game experience. Like if, if if you say, well, you turn the corner in year two, like he just hit that point right about now. So it's possible we, sh- we could see that leap. I'm going to say a different guy, and, and it's, it's weird because the Saints offense is number one in yards. They're number two in yards running the ball. But I still think Willie Sneed's going to have to be a part of this. Like they're still. It was good. I know it was very little, but man, it was good to see him make a big play. One, yeah. one play, but yeah. uh, I still think they're going to need him when they play these yeah. good teams. When they play in the playoffs, they're still going to need Willie Sneed on third down, and they they're going to need him. They didn't need him necessarily yesterday, but they are going to need him, and he needs to he needs to get like the guy that he's been the last couple of years. You know, he needs. Well, to- if this defense starts playing bad again um, with these all these guys being out, if you know, if we start seeing this more, um, then you know the logical. You know, we saw Fleener get more involved, mm-hmm. but I think Snead and Fleener both are guys that you know all of a sudden maybe make more sense to see see more plays if that happens. Yeah. It, um. So we'll we'll see. I the. Dave, where I feel you... like we got off topic shitting on Junior Gallette here. I know, but we had to. Sh- I feel like we. I feel like we needed to take a giant dump on Gallette because I enjoyed it so much. No, no, I'm saying we got distracted from doing. Oh, that. we got distracted from. Do we need to take any more of a shit on Junior Gallette, Dave? I feel like we did a really. We we took a giant pile of on him. Who? <laughs> uh, so. Um, Here's we got. I, 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 you know that guy that got no tackles and no sacks in the game. The guy that had the same stats as you, Dave. In the yeah, game. I don't know who you're talking about. What? Uh, Was he at the game yesterday? I didn't see him. He he uh, he uh, he did uh, manage to steal uh, Okafor's Achilles. Unfortunately, perhaps. Um, so I asked people on Twitter to. Uh, Ask a question, give me their best, worst Thanksgiving side, and describe the Saints' uh, win in five words. Reed said, Marie Laveau offended by Redskins. Uh, best, Cajun Alaska, Alaskans, best Thanksgiving side, baked mac and cheese, worst canned cranberry sauce. Oh, I um, love cranberry sauce. But do you like canned, it the, though? Do you like it canned, like when it wobbles and you might get, like, cancer from it? Uh... Yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh, you probably like Olive Garden too. Skooks ask Alvin. You know, this is one guy we didn't talk about, and he was he was amazing. And I feel like he's he's just so amazing. We kind of lose track of him. Alvin Kamara as comic book superhero is he more the Flash or Catwoman? I feel like <laughs> I feel like kind of like Catwoman because he's always under because control. of the nose ring. That too. Uh, <laughs> Like he, but the thing is, was weird with Kumar Day, uh, Andrew. Is he's like always under control? Like I never see him like out of control or panicked. Like the dude bobbled that ball, and he's just like, eh, whatever. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just bring it he, in. He, and Breeze almost got him killed yesterday. Twice, huh? twice. Whew. He took some shots. Yeah, but I mean, 
That guy's a tough customer, man. Yeah. And here's another thing. I, I agree with you, Ralph, though. He does. He always looks he, – he never panics, and he always looks like one cool customer out there. He always they, – they, I mean, on, on the bobble, he was like, no, I got this, and, he, you know. And then he, and, and even and he he kind of even just kind of like walked into the end zone. Yeah, when there like were people I, still around him. Well, well the like, bobble he, was actually huge for that because I think you know they were about to light him up because there were like right. three Falcons right there and, and the it, defenders and held up. The ball kind of went up. They kind of their eyes went to the ball and it kind of made things confusing and it allowed him to walk into the end zone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the funny thing with him though is I also feel like. I've never seen him run like full speed for a touchdown. Like I always feel like even on the the pitch play of the corner where like he outruns the four dudes. Like I never feel like yeah, he totally opened it up there. I feel like he runs just fast enough to outrun everyone. I don't know. He's he's quickly becoming like my favorite player. I I've, I've needed a replacement for Pierre Thomas ever since he's left. Um so I think Kamara may be might be my new man crush. Better is he better than Sproles, Andrew? Like, I know 2011 Sproles is insane, but is he better than Sproles? You think? I mean, uh, I still think Sproles runs better routes. You know, I mean, Sproles on that wheel route was just untouchable. Death. Death. You know, um, but you he certainly he breaks way more tackles. You can't. Um, you can't. You you can't like. If God forbid something happened to Ingram and Ingram missed like a half, like Kamara, you can line him up and give him 15, 20 carries. I don't think you could ever do that with Sproles. Yeah, no, I agree with that. You know? Um, yeah. So that's that's the thing. And, and But here's the thing. Him and Ingram might break 3,000 yards from scrimmage, which is just – that's – fuck, I can't, I can't even almost map, wrap my mind around this. Um uh, worst is green bean casserole is disgusting. Vince says, uh, "If he, can Onyemata play end? That's from Vincent too, Andrew. Can Onyemata play end? You know, it's not a bad thought. Uh, I think Brian Pavic brought that up too. Um, and I think it's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, I, here's the thing. I don't think it's just going to be like he's our new defensive end, and that's that's the defensive line now. Um, I think it's going to take a collective effort of enough taking snaps from a lot of people. And Hendrickson, I think, starts, and he's obviously going to play a lot. And I definitely think, uh, oh god, the Falcons just scored a touchdown. Um, looks like they might win in Seattle, but um, you know, I think uh, was it Julio got, Jones? It was not. It was Toy Lolo, the tight end. God damn it. Um, Come on. But, um, you know, I think it, it's going to be a collective effort. I think Kikaha will definitely get some more snaps pass rushing. We might see Al-Kadeen Muhammad a little bit. And Onyemata will definitely be in the mix, um, at least on run stopping downs to get some action at end. Yeah. Um, it, it. I mean, it. It's not it's not a fatal flaw but it and it's going to be interesting like like Hendrickson has shown a, has shown a lot you know and 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 it's yeah. crazy to say but like people gush over Barnett for the Eagles that dude has 3 sacks Hendrickson has 2 you know i mean um so it's not it's not inconceivable that Hendrickson Kikaha and Muhammad can give them close to what Okafor gave them on the pass rush it's unlikely but it's not I would say like forty percent odds, maybe. Is that is that being too optimistic? Yes, probably. <laughs> All right, let's um, let's see what else we have. Um, let's see. Do do. How big? Uh, how big of a win? How how. How many wins will it take to win the division? That's from Jonathan. And twelve for sure. Eleven probably. Eleven if they if they if they if they win eleven, they better beat Carolina in the dome. I think. Um, Best oyster dressing cooked in the turkey. Worst place. 
This is from Don. Best is Jimmy John's bread stuffing. Is that a real thing or is he just making a joke? Worst uh, is lime. That better, that better be a joke. Worst is lime jello with carrots. I don't even think that's Ew. real. Don, you're just making shit up now. Uh, this is a good question from Jello Lewis. with carrots? Is that what he just yeah, said? Yeah, I think Don's making shit up while he's smoking dope. Uh, this is from Lucas, Andrew. <laughs> did, did Dennis Allen really fix anything or is it just the talent? Um. Uh... I don't know. I, I have respect for Dennis Allen. I mean, if you remember last year, um, I felt like they were so much better in the second half. So, like, even last year when they were awful, I, I remember saying, like, yeah, I got to give Dennis Allen credit. Like, he adjusts well mid-game. You yeah. know, and I, I always think if, if you're making huge strides in the second half of games, often, to me, that's usually good coaching. Um, no. So, oh. I, I mean, I, and we saw that against the Redskins. I mean, as the game wore on, the defense got better. No, I mean, and this, I mean, granted, because I've won eight in a row, you don't complain about the coaching, obviously. But I look at the 10 games, the only game where I can say I had no fucking idea what they were doing on defense is Minnesota. Like, I felt like they got thoroughly outplayed and outcoached against Minnesota. The rest of the games, New England is just better, was better than them. Um, You know, but I I feel like the plans have been good. And I feel like Dennis Allen's going to, if the Saints get to like 12, 13 wins, like I don't know that he'll get another job this year, but he'll get interviews because people will excuse that Raider experience with him. If, if, if shit, if Hugh Jackson can get another job, if Ben McAdoo can get a job, I mean, Dennis Allen will get another job, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> five words, he fucking caught you know, it. You know, I actually think uh, the one, the, the one guy that I think from a, from a coaching and play calling perspective deserves a little grief is Sean Payton. Um, and, you know, listen, I, he, he's the best. He's a genius. Um, but he, even geniuses, I mean, we, you know, Belichick got blown out by the Saints in 2009. I mean, people have bad days. They're all human, you know. And I, to me, I look at that game against the Redskins, and the one thing that was clear to me from the very first snap was that they – could not stop the run. And for Ingram to have nine carries, eight or nine carries going into overtime, to me was criminal. Um, and so, you know, I, I I think Sean Payton got a little too cute in that game. And, and I don't think it was I, cute. I, I, thought, I thought it was the worst play calling of the season. Like the amount of passing they were doing when Ingram was clearly unstoppable. Yeah, the thing that was frustrating to me with the play calling yesterday is I feel like it wasn't so much that Peyton was throwing so much. It was that he got cute with running the ball with the re- with the reverse to and him around, again. Yeah. Like I feel like with the like Sean Peyton is so good and he can design such beautiful plays that he sort of he's so good at it, he wants to do it. But like the 2017, and most most of the time it's it works. And it's but the 2017 Saints could do with like 30 percent less cuteness. Like, they just need to sledgehammer teams sometimes, you know? Um, yeah. And that's my thing. Like, I, I'm not one of these guys do, you know, just just run. When it's second and five, just run fucking Ingram off tackle. Run a little pitch play to Kamara. Like, you don't need to be doing the jet sweep and the fucking, you know, let's do, let's let's prove how 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 fantastic I can design these plays. That that was frustrating. So I feel like this, this game, game was playing out. In the type of way, like where, like Buffalo, you just keep pounding Ingram until they stop it because they, I mean, what did he have, like 100 yards on 10 carries? He had 131 and 11, which is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, those holes he were giant. getting over 10 yards a carry. Those were I mean, giant. There, there were some carries where the first guy that touched him was 12 yards down the field. No, they had one play where he ran for like 15 yards and literally he had a, he had a, a hole that was pretty big and he had a hole that was enormous and he ran through the wrong hole and still got like 12 yards listen they're playing the rams on sunday and obviously that's going to be a very tough game but the one thing i saw is that they're ranked 28th in the nfl against the run uh and so you're going on the road hostile environment against a very good team um you you always talk about how the run game travels well on the road Mm -hmm. um i mean this this is a game where early I would love to see them run. I mean, you know what? He gets a yard on first down and second and nine. I don't care. Run him again. Yeah. You, 
the, the thing is with the Saints too, and and it, and it, it kind of I mean, the the thing is with the Washington game when they got down two scores, they 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 had to pitch it out the window, and that, at that point when it's six minutes to go and you're down sixteen, you or fifteen, oh, you gotta you, throw, you gotta throw. But Dave, yeah. do you think if the Saints fall behind in a game? By ten in the second quarter, do you think Sean Payton is still going to stick with this run? Uh, you know, my heart wants to say yes, but my head is smarter than that. <laughs> and uh, I, you know, I mean, there's just there's nothing I think in 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 the past that we've seen uh, that we could reference that would that would say he would stick with the run. I think he's he just. He, he he defaults to pass. That's just what he does. That's his thing. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Dave, best thanks before we get to the Rams game. Best Thanksgiving side, worst Thanksgiving side. Um, you know, this year we're actually trying something new in my family. We're not we're not really going to cook most of the sides. We're going to order them. I think we're getting them from from Brightsons. Um. I don't know. I, I, you know, maybe like, like garlic mashed potatoes. Maybe um, specifically garlic mashed potatoes. Worse. Um, worse. Uh, I don't know. Anything green. <laughs> Andrew. Uh, I mean, my father-in-law makes an oyster dressing that is just off off the chain. Um, oh wait, 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 but- wait, wait. No, wait, wait. Sorry. Worst is cranberry with carrots. Uh. <laughs> So Wait, is that is that a real thing? Carrots that's and cranberry. That's what the guy said earlier. Yeah, I've never heard of that. That's he's making it up. Yeah, but um, putting so, in carrots. You know, I mean, yams are great, but you have to have the marshmallows. The roasted marshmallows on top oh, are yeah. a must. Oh, with the brown the sugar on top. Yeah, brown sugar. I mean, the whole nine. And then yeah. you take the blowtorch to to it so it gets nice and crusty. Absolutely. And that brown sugar. Absolutely. That's what Martha Stewart would do. <laughs> See, my mom. My mom makes it. She doesn't use marshmallows. She my uses, mom. She uses. My pecan, mom. She uses pecans. Oh, that's yeah, that's too. cool too. Yeah, yeah, that'll work. So worst. Um, so if, that would be my favorite worst. Um, you know, I kind of like it all. You know, I kind of think turkey. Jude has never met a turkey. Oh yeah, yeah. Turkey is so overrated. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not a big meat guy anyway. But like, I just. I've never like turkey i mean even when i was eating a ton of meat like you know give me a steak give me a nice filet or i mean i even like you know pulled pork barbecue but like turkey just kind of it's kind of bland it kind of sucks yeah i mean you gotta fry it dude fried or fried or smoked is really good um i have to say um my favorite is probably the rice dressing. That's my dad's recipe that my brother makes, and I make it. And it's just it's it's what's it's, in it? It's all three colors of the bell pepper, ground meat, ground pork. No, oh, uh, interesting. Um, onions, celery. Um, you can add mushrooms to it. Uh, it's got Lee and Perrin. Please, please don't. Lean parents. Oh, I, I don't. I don't. Mushrooms. I don't like mushrooms either. Uh, Lean parents. No, lemon fan. pepper, and you just season it up, and it and and you you cook um you cook some uh dirty rice and some white rice. You mix it all together, and it's I I love. It. And the thing that's great about it is it's actually better if you cook it and you put it in the dish, and then you heat it up the next day for Thanksgiving. It's better. Um, and I would say the worst. I just I don't like oyster dressing. I just like it's never been it's, it's never been my thing, and I, maybe I just need to find someone that's, that that does it really awesome. But it ain't my, it ain't my bag. Um, so thanks to everybody for the questions, and um, so now the Saints go to L.A. Uh, Andrew, uh, and it's a it's a three it's a three twenty three twenty five kickoff. It says three o'clock here, but I think so. The the Rams are a two and a half point favorite, Andrew. So mm-hmm. who you got? I think the Saints are going to be riding high off the emotion of um, of their win, you know, against uh, against the Redskins, and I think they're going to come out and they're going to play much better. Um, and I think it's going to come down to Ingram. Ingram's my MVP. Uh, I think he's going to run the ball all day long on the Rams, who <laughs> are a little shaky yeah, they in are. run defense. And I think the Rams are they're going to be a little 
shaky too. I mean, they're missing some guys, and they lost they, Robert Woods. They have a couple corners that are out. Yeah. Um, and uh, so they're a little banged up. Um, and I think the Saints are going to win this twenty-seven seventeen. Uh, Dave, who you got? Well, I hate to be Debbie Downer, but uh, I'm going to say this is where the the road ends for the Saints uh, and their winning streak. What do you? Oh, they're winning. Okay, let's give me. Wait a minute. What? How does this end? <laughs> um, I think uh, I think the offense is going to come out real flat, and they're going to have a hard time with the Rams' defense. Uh, I think they're going to lose. I think this. This is it, eight and three. Um, I'll say they lose. The Seahawks are just hanging around, cutting <laughs> cut it to eight. Yeah. Just hanging around. Uh, that, that's good. That means they'll still keep passing it to Julio Jones. <laughs> um, I mean, is there uh, any doubt that the Falcons are going to blow this in the fourth quarter? There's there absolutely any doubt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is, is there any doubt? No, no, they're definitely going to do it. Um, and uh, I'll say that. So I'll say they lose twenty-eight to ten. Man, Oof. that's yeah. brutal. Oof. Ten points. Yeah, woof. Woof. that means a lot of that means a lot of Buzz. turnovers. That means who, a lot sco- of who scores the lone touchdown? Camara, uh, of course, Camara. So does Breeze get hurt in this game? <laughs> no, no, no. We're just they're just terrible. I mean, Out in California, we're jet lagged. We're playing away. How many picks does Breeze throw? Oh, like five. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Maybe, maybe two though. Maybe here's two. here's my question: it is the Rams are seven and three, but their best win is the Jags. Like they beat the Cowboys, who everybody thought, "Ooh, they beat the Cowboys in Arlington." The Cowboys are five and five. They lost to the Redskins. Um, they lost to Seattle. You know, um, they just, they don't have a lot of good, they don't have a lot of great wins. And I'm not, I'm not saying, I think their coach is, I think their coach is fantastic, even though he's like 12. Uh, <laughs> I, I think he's fantastic. And they're, 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 they got some, they got it going on on offense. Yeah. Like he, he, he is a really good, I mean, he, golf was a, tr- goes I a mean, tr- they're second in points, fourth in yards. Um, and when you, I mean, Gurley's a great player, but when you look at what they have, it's, you know, they got Goff at quarterback. I mean, the receivers are freaking Robert Woods and he won't Cooper playing. Cooper Cup and Sammy, Sammy Watkins. Watkins. I mean, T- T- Tavon Austin. I mean, you know, th- those guys are capable players, but, like, none of those names I've just mentioned are, I think, make me think that would be a top-five offense. Yeah, I mean, so... So they're doing something right. They're doing something right. I just don't think... I, I think they're really good, but I think they're, like... I think they're like a ten and six team that's played a really soft schedule. So I'm gonna say the Saints are gonna beat them uh, twenty. Their Saints are gonna win thirty-one to twenty. Um, and your hero of the game is gonna be Kobe uh, Contract Fleener. Kobe. Kobe. <laughs> Kobe contract cleaner. No, it's going to be Trey Hendrickson. He's going to have two and a half sacks, and Brian's going to get to run my Twitter picture for a week. Don't worry, Jude. You're not going to be uh, seeing Kobe Fleener for another six games. I, I just realized, hey, record this right now, Ralph, so you can play it again next week when he has three touchdowns. <laughs> I will. Also, uh, yeah, Brian, the injury to Okafor introduces uh i mean this is huge potential for brian in your bet now yeah like it was it was it was i mean at first it was um at first it was hendrickson uh and then hendrickson was injured and we thought he was going to get the the peyton red shirt special right so we switched the bet over to mohammed and then we comboed it where it could be if either of them get three sacks he gets to run my twitter uh, picture for a week, um, and now with the with the injury to Ogafor, Hendrickson really, really, really needs to get this bet over the line. Like it, before, it was like it was like. I mean, if he doesn't get it over the line, 
now that he's playing every snap practically, yeah. something's yeah. wrong. Yeah. yeah, like before it was like shits and giggles, and I was kind of like, well, I, I don't want him to get it because, one, that means he's not playing, which means Okafor is playing all the time, and that's what I want. So I was kind of like, we don't want him to get it even in garbage time. He was, he was getting, you know, so it was fine. But now he's got to get that shit over the line. He's got to push that to like five, five and a half. What know? does he need to get over? Two and a half. Well, what is he at now? Isn't two. he at two? He's at two. Okay. So he's got to. Yeah, get, you're in. You're in trouble, Ralph. I'm in trouble. Like it's it's dangerous on the time, which is fine. Like he can do whatever he can do whatever he wants. He's got to be PG-13. Um, so that's the thing. So he's got to get Hendrickson's got to get that over the line, and he's gonna get it over the line. He's gonna get he's gonna get two sacks uh, against Goff and get it over the line Sunday. Uh, so uh, remember, people, a hundred donations, twenty dollars, you get Drunk History Season Two. Uh, they got to 2011 season already on Drunk History. Go there, listen, you'll love it, and then you can donate. Uh, have a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, so for G- Kevin, who couldn't make it today, for Dave, for Andrew, uh, until next week, the bar is closed. <laughs>